Merson has scored it. the legends Paul Merson, John O'Shea and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event. So if you want to be there, get on to offtheball.com forward slash events. Just Eat, the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Two points dropped for Leeds, maybe? Well, not with the way the game went. Leicester should have won that match. Like, really, out of yeah, the, the two sides, I thought, absolutely, yeah, the way it went. But, like, one of the all-time great disallowed goals was scored by Yuri Tielemans at 0-0 which was uh, given offside very annoyingly like it was the correct decision obviously he was offside but uh, the, the flick back and then just the nonchalant power mm. that Tiedemann's consistently gets in his shots is reminiscent of his winner in the 2021 FA Cup final uh, so that was a pity that it didn't count because it was great and Addy McCoyce on Co-Coms BT Sport just livens up any game ah, now this game didn't need livening up but he still added brilliant. to it and do you know what he said in his Scottish voice what's a hit just like himself <laughs> before him 20 He's years ago natural. As yeah, a yeah, co-commentary doesn't come naturally to to a lot of people, but to to Ali, it's like he's just buzzing to be there, and you can feel that through the through the screen as well, and through the commentary and through yeah. his words. I'd be um, I'd be worried for Leeds. Very, uh, yeah, I'd be worried I, for them now. Like I think, just looking at them last night, what was it? What did it, Leicester score in seventy nine minutes? Something seventy nine. Eighty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you're looking at it, and I think like you're hinting at Colin, the goal felt to have been coming from a Leicester point of oh, view. Totally, yeah. And at least like, it is. You kind of felt it was a pivotal uh, ten minutes for Leeds to try and hang on. Given that, like they have Bournemouth next, and fair enough, that goes whatever way it goes. They have City, and then they have Newcastle back to back. Yeah. So you're having to assume that there's uh, zero points gained there and then they have West Ham and Spurs to close out the season. Now, they're not necessarily the uh, trips of or games at home as the last one is against Spurs, I think, um, of the most daunting variety. But, uh, and you know, they could possibly end up picking up some points in those in those yeah. games, but there are at least two games in there that are guaranteed zero point. Uh, I look, they'll games. be gutted this morning, like Raka had the header that outside of the Bamford sitter, like that was yeah. a great save by Everson from Raka's header point blank range. So they could have easily got three points, but like they're sitting here this morning a point ahead of Leicester in sixteenth place. And but I thought I thought the visitors were the far superior side. And like James Madison nearly scored right after the Tiedemann's disallowed goal. Yeah. He came in at the back post. Madison is uh, he just really enjoys life. I really, really like Madison. Do you see when he missed yeah, that missed chance, chance and he was uh, gesturing to the crowd, he was like, <laughs> just like that, like laughing into presumably the face of mass abuse and oh. he just laughed it off. And I do love a sports person who laughs at abuse that can um, just take the crowd yeah, on yeah. their merits bill. Leeds have conceded 14 goals, 14 goals in their last four games. Like, that is just a slide that at this point of the season you would have to have huge concerns about. And they also don't look like as if they've got the ability to score a huge amount up at the other end. So, For Javi, doesn't look like he's... Javi Gracia. He doesn't have it. Like I, I, and I know the Leeds fans, Like when you look into all the Leeds social media posts now, you see the, the ratio of comments and it's just Leeds fans hurling. Yeah. And like they've, they've had... He's probably been a bit unlucky and Leeds have been a bit unlucky. They've had a couple of key injuries late on in the season and that's definitely not helping things but they're a little bit... I, you know, the result last night gives an awful lot of hope to, I think, teams around them. Everybody's still really in the in the mixer. I wouldn't like to be banking on them in the last day if they're even a point above the, as they are at the minute, above the relegation places. You just need to be better than three teams. So, Forest and Southampton, you'd imagine are in bother. Southampton are certainly in bother. Southampton they're going. Anyway, yeah. um, but Everton, like, do you see much in Everton's 
form to You just keep feeling week you. in, week out. Surely this is the week where they start to pull clear a little bit. I think I think Everton have at least one more win in them, possibly two. I said at the start of the season my prediction was Southampton, Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth. Oh. So I'm gonna stick You gotta stick with now. I'm gonna stick with Bournemouth. Although they're looking pretty at the moment, five points clear, but um and a game less played, or sorry, a game less yeah, played than Leeds and Leicester. But I, I think, I mean, Leeds, Leeds have just relegation written all over them the way they play, um, and you can see like, you can see the personnel of Leeds playing in the Championship. If you want to be brutal about it, you know, it, it wouldn't be like there's loads of stars in the Premier League missing if they go down. And look, Leicester squad is no great shakes anymore but like you have one or two players there that will definitely get a move to a Premier League side if Leicester go down with Leeds. Sinister is a fabulous player. Uh, Somerville is an excellent prospect, mm. but nobody that really screams at you Premier League quality consistently. They have a lot of very exciting players, but it, it would make sense if Leeds went down. Put it that way. I was listening to Adam Pope and, and they, they have that "Don't Go to Bed Just Yet" podcast on Leeds, and one of the guys in the podcast was pointing out that you know the likes of Weston McKinney, who's thirty-five million quid, maybe Leeds need to be signing players that are. Far less money than that because that seems to be the the protocol that works for them. You get bargains mm-hmm. that turn out to be really good signings. Mm. You get desperate though. You see, you get. Well, is that the thing? Do you know what I mean? When I things think, are the slide uh, is on. Yeah, McKenney was a good acquisition. I think he, his quality shone last night. He stood out like playing at Juventus helps. But generally over the season he hasn't been. I as thought, good it, as I thought well, well, would last night really mattered. I thought he was played quite good in midfield. It's rare when the team when a team is in the doo doo that the likes of an Evan Ferguson starts to put their hand up and say, right, yeah. you know, we can. Uh, you can rely on me here, folks. I'm going to yeah. bang you in 25 goals a season. Yeah. Uh, but like, even looking at Everton's running, they have uh, Newcastle Thursday night. Uh, the Leicester game on Monday is monster. That yeah. could well end up deciding which one of those stays up. You've Brighton, which is at Brighton, which is probably a write-off. City at home, probably a write-off. And then Wolves and Bournemouth over the last couple of games. I can see a path there for Everton. <laughs> a Would path you, to safety. Yeah. Mm. Would you miss Leicester if they went down? No, not not current Leicester. We all feel a little bit sort of. Can you can you talk about nostalgia? It was only a few years ago. I think we all feel a little bit nostalgic for that, but I wouldn't miss them. I looking at them like looking at them last night. Grand, they gave it a gave it a rattle. Vardy scores his first goal in six months, whatever it was, Mm. um, which I couldn't believe when the commentator said it. It was like nine hundred. Yeah, mad. He's not playing like no, and he's doing well to stay at that level at that age as well. And you should, he near, nearly had a second. You were an Everton fan as a kid, so yeah. you'd feel a little bit. The I would, a tinge yeah. of sadness. If and you've Coleman there as well and stuff. You wouldn't like yeah. to see that happen to him. They obviously got the, pulled off the Great Escape last season. So Sean Dyke um, was a likable character as well. Once there's someone in charge who's a likable character. Neil Warnock was in the uh, press room yesterday. It's ah, cool, right. at the Crucible. Oh, yeah. He's over. He's, uh, he's obviously uh, spent plenty of time in Sheffield. But yeah, the likes of Sean Dyke, you don't want to see him going down. You don't want to see the characters going down. Once too big a club to go down, Shane. That's uh, too yeah. big to go down. Mm. Like Manchester United in '74. Yeah, can, one, of, um, one of a few teams not to ever be relegated from the Premier League, as in the birth of football, 1992 Premier League. Um, tell me this, Shane. Oh. Who do you want to see go down? Um, Southampton deserve to go down. They'll be gone. Um, uh, you don't want them to go down, though, well, because Bournemouth, Bournemouth, are, Bournemouth are the Longford of the Premier League, aren't they? They're a bit irrelevant. No offence, I'm only wow. messing. No, I'm only messing Longford. Wow. Big. Jeez, I, I can hardly slag Monaghan is wow. seen by many as, as, wow, wow, as, a, wow. as a bypassing point to it's just no need goal, for that, like so. it's only a little slag I should have said Westmead yeah, Kenny listening oh. this morning I guess that about Shane that would be currently relevant no but Bournemouth Bournemouth good luck to you if you, if you go down um, I think I think Southampton Bournemouth and Leicester if, oh. I, if I had to pick three 
and, and it's tough because I mean, you want Forest to stay up. I, I think I think Forest add a little bit of something to the Premier League. Mm. I, I mean, Steve Cooper's done a brilliant job. I, they deserve to stay up. Based not, not maybe not based. Bournemouth on the season, are probably safe. They're five points clear, yeah, but I, uh, I, th- I could see them going down. I think Bournemouth are probably safe. Um, Colm's just w- chicken, sticking to his predictions. I wouldn't mind yeah. see them. Uh, I wouldn't mind see them go down. What about um, what do we make of the whole Tottenham stuff? The uh, the issue that came up yesterday. The the statement. I have the statement in front of me on Twitter. Yeah, well, well, yeah, like, as a squad, we understand your frustration, your anger. It wasn't good enough. We know words aren't enough in situations like this. But believe us, a defeat like this hurts. We appreciate your support, home and away. And with this in mind, we would like to reimburse fans with the cost of their, of their match tickets from St James's Park. We know this does not change what happened on Sunday. We will give everything to put things right against Manchester United on Thursday evening, when again, your support will mean everything to us. Together, and only together, can we move things forward. That's Sorry, I was just about to use a word there that I'll refrain from. That's just not true. To get, <laughs> only together measured. we can move forward. Come off it. Seriously. I mean, there are, I, I would have several issues with the statement, but that... Well, give us your several issues. Come but on. the nonsense at the end of it of we all need to be in this together. It's us and the fans. If you cut us adrift, there's no chance we can we can get out of it. Come off it. What do you like, want them to say though? Well, if I'm a if I'm a Tottenham fan, that's the last thing I need to be listening to. You are you're dependent on us, like making a bit of a racket in the stand to get your, you get stuff sorted on the pitch, and we'll be behind you. Like this is not a. Um, I just that that stuff. I just they're damned like, if they like, do and damned if they don't. Because if they don't reimburse the tickets, and no, they're, they're, they're not damned screwed. if they do. Because if they do get it right on the pitch, then everything just falls into place. Once you that. don't get it, once you get it so wrong on the pitch, you have to reimburse the tickets. No, or, I, I, I totally give some sort of no, a gesture. No, no. No. I think oh, this no, idea of the, the, the reimbursement day. stuff is. Ah, I have it here in the notes. Dangerous precedent? Question mark. It's not a dangerous precedent. Why? It's crazy, right? Arsenal did it with the last day Because where where do you stop? Like, but loads of teams have done it over the years. Hold on. Last weekend, with under the radar. One of the worst Premier League games to ever happen in Setters Park. Crystal Palace nil, Everton nil. Yeah. I watched back the highlights match of the day. They tried their best. God love them. I felt sorry for the editor. <laughs> the chances were like, do you ever play football manager or championship manager back in the day? And every time it appears on the screen, the 2D thing, it's like, okay, this is going to be a chance, right? Mm. And sometimes it goes over and wide, way, wait, or a FIFA replay if you're playing in the console. It was like, bare minimum stuff of that like that not, how does nothing happen for 90 plus minutes now you could argue oh sorry about that that was absolutely shocking and apologies to the Everton fans for travelling down south we'll reimburse you because that was terrible mm. yeah I, both I teams think picked up a point so that you don't have to reimburse anything I think they've embarrassed themselves I think they've embarrassed themselves as a club with this nonsense and by the way it looks like it was player led by all accounts from the statement it, did, it looked like as if this wasn't a central sort of a we, we better go and um, pay the players Pay the fans back. That makes sense, like does it not? Pay, to pay like, those fans back. That, that oh, I just had to think you're, that. it's embarrassing. Like they that's spent not their the hard-earned fa- money to go to this match. But the, the, Newcastle. Uh, was it Cameron that was with us on the Friday Fire Pit where we were discussing this last week? And he said that's not the way fandom works. You're not entitled to a refund if your team don't show up. Yeah, it was Cameron. Yeah, yeah. and, and you're, you're supposed right. to support your, your team through thick and thin. I get that. And actually, to see some of the Spurs fans leave after 21 minutes was ridiculous. I think you shouldn't be leaving after 21 minutes. But look, minutes. It, but look it. I, I, but it's I, a I nice was, gesture to get the, you know, the, the cost of the match. You know back. my view on on like if you pay into the game, you're entitled to do what the hell you want, right? Like making embarrassing videos, doing a mini commentary of yourself leaving the stadium is that, that was also really slightly embarrassing. But yeah. regardless, I think you're entitled to do what you want. And if you want to make a bit of a statement by walking out. Uh, 
I would say more what the hell were the team doing 5-0 down after 20 minutes yeah, I, thought, to, yeah, like, I think you know. you've uh, nailed it Adrian you said they're just drawing attention to themselves here with this statement it's it's, and you're right like, it's, it's, like, just, it's keep, another just keep your head down like. of, of the, a De Gea statement on Instagram or a hangdog Harry Maguire interview after they've just been beaten and they've mm. scored a couple of OGs it's but, another version of that and I just think nobody asked for it stop doing it focus on getting stuff right in the pitch and get on with it well, lads can I just uh, for briefly stop proceedings I was worried about him and I think uh, our community was worried about him. He's back. Bobby Dwyer, we hadn't heard from him. Mm-hmm. It's like, Bob, what's wrong? He was all over Twitter, I could see him, but he's uh, written in this morning, complete bollocks from Spurs, but this is a spin from Levy, panicking that the atmosphere will be toxic in the stadium tomorrow, and I myself will be shouting, Levy out. Would you agree with the Levy out sentiment? Yeah, he delivered this amazing stadium. Yeah. That stuff, he, he, your crowd, he's both a of your squad. crowd are the same. You never hear about the Glazers when United are going well. You do now. And it's the same about... Um, you do now, Levy. I think. I think I think now regardless, well, things are not going well at the moment. United fans were chatting Glazers out when they were parading the Carabao Cup trophy around Wembley. I mean, that, things are going pretty well at that point. I don't know <laughs> the Mickey Mouse Cup, Mickey Mouse Cup, yeah. But um, I, I think the Levy out stuff is, is fair game. I think I think I understand why Spurs fans would feel that way. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, we were talking about this yesterday, Phil, Kathleen, Ger, uh and Johnny. The thing about Levy is like he's, I suppose, uh, morally slightly better off maybe than other club owners in the Premier League but at the same time he jumped at the Super League when there was an opportunity to look like that mm. he was like yeah don't mind the Premier League so he ain't so clean but um, I wonder I wonder is the grass definitely greener without Levy it's just I, I'm, I'm just putting it out there he gets an awful lot of criticism seems to me he's trying his best he doesn't have this effervescent personality he doesn't talk much in public does it look great when he doesn't do that? Uh, doesn't need to though, does he? I don't know. He's, not he's, he's, he's delivered owners. this incredible stadium that I don't think um, should be unmentioned at the very least. Did Spurs still get top four? I don't think it should be unmentioned. <laughs> uh, Got to be mentioned. Uh, I don't think they can, can they? I, I mean, I think it, the top four is pretty. Like no more than I was saying about Bournemouth. Who knows? It's uh, City, like. Arsenal, Newcastle, and Man United. I think it? that's the way it finishes. Yeah, because Aston Villa, United, United have Villa, three Villa, games. Villa, exactly. Villa, are not, Villa are not Villa are not running. Villa's yeah. form no they aren't running they're absolutely they're in the five points behind though. and they've three, uh, three games United have played. played three games less so that's surely come on now even if United got four points out of those Tottenham are not Tottenham are six points behind with two more games played than United that's mm-hmm. the top four is signed and sealed yeah oh jeez so, uh, I don't know like, Villa like Villa are coming Villa, in Villa have only five they're, matches left they've only 15 more points to play for they're just running out of time I, your man has done an unbelievable job he was 15th they were 15th when Emery came in ah. like just an incredible job they've done and yeah. like every week that passes I know this point's been made but it does it does say to you Stevie G just needs to find a role in punditry and <laughs> doesn't look good does he oh he kept Rangers unbeaten for a season Adrian yeah. uh, yeah. our own Stephen Doyle pointed out last night after Villa won again United play Tottenham on Thursday and then Villa go to Old Trafford so they are in the top four race like when uh, and Steve also points out here. Oh no, they're not. Emery, when Emery took over, they were sixteenth in relegation. Oh, it doesn't matter who they, they're. They're currently five points behind fourth place with three games extra played. If results go their way elsewhere, if I'm saying that, you know, I'm saying you go from sixteenth to a Champions League contention, like potential manager of the year candidate here, like and Stevie G, they like he must be looking on being all not, my yeah, guy. Are you, are you saying that Villa are going to Villa that the top four is not going to finish as, as is? Um, no, I think it will. I'm just saying that they're All in contention right. as a as an outside shot. By the way, just before we go here for the ad, Evan Ferguson, new contract. Oh, Good move. 30 grand a week. So it's, what, 10 times more than he was on previously? Well-deserved, well-earned. 
from Evan, I have to say. Um, the interest from Manchester United apparently was real and legitimate. They really did want him, but they realised fairly early on that it wasn't going to happen. Um, but I, I think it, it probably is the best move for his career, isn't it? Staying at Brighton for another couple of years. I don't think there's any anyone that would, yeah. really from an Irish perspective, see that this is a bad thing at all. I really enjoyed watching Brighton, I have to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, through the lens of how's Evan Ferguson getting on over the last few months. Uh, I, the only thing that I was surprised about was that this didn't happen. You know, he signed new terms, I think it was in October, October when he just yeah. turned 18. I was, and I'd said it over the last couple of months that when the form had started to go that way, I was kind of almost a bit surprised that he hadn't sat down sooner. So it's no great surprise, and it probably is the right move. Like, it's probably, I don't know what you're talking about, but what length was the contract? The uh, new contract. 2028. 2028. So when so, that expires, it'll only be 23. Yeah, but he'll probably, he's not going to be there, he's not going to be at Brighton. But even if he was, just for argument's sake, yeah. he'd still have a whole career ahead of him. And the Euros, the Euros in Dublin that year as well. It's, what a year that's going to be for him. He's probably going to do another year at Brighton, right? And that's probably about right. Maybe another two years. Depends on how it goes. Uh, yeah, if he's, yeah, if exactly. he's continuing the current form, yeah. the clamour is going to be out. The clamour was already big. The clamour is going to be off the charts. If his I think, form years drops off next season, for argument's sake, then he might go. Well, you start to look at that point of what's the number, right? Mm. Like as opposed to what does Evan Ferguson want to do his career? Because yeah. it is the right thing for him as a player now, clearly, for the next year to stay at Brighton. There, hopefully, the manager stays there. Hopefully, That's they the thing, manage I to think. hang on to Matoma and some of the other players yeah. that are around him that are creating the chances for him. But uh, I think the glamour will just the money will get so big. Probably, if he continues that current form, he'll just have to. They leave. hold on to Casado and um, McAllister in midfield as well. Just yeah. keep the core of the team. And like you said, Adrian Roberto Deserbi is probably the big thing. To stay, hundred percent. I have everything. Like he's in such a brilliant position, and it's great to have uh, a potentially great Irish footballer again. Yeah, we'll keep uh, we'll keep tracking him. Ferguson, the hype train is real here, not PM as it usually is. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.